who knew three years ago that we'd need to keep poster board and markers in stock and always have poster board available for the next protest. This is not normal. Hello, and welcome back to Your Voice is Heard. I'm your host, Brandon Young Eliazar, and in this episode, we'll hear the voice of an Asian American mother and her life after the 2016 election. My name is Bernadette Young. I'm a mom of two. I'm Asian, and my preferred pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm a certified nursing assistant, and I'm an election judge. I'm involved with DuPage Democrats, Progressives for Change. I belong to a Liberals Book Club and a Progressives for Change book club, and I'm active in my community. So what were your thoughts about the 2016 election and the role that women played in that election? The 2016 election was very disappointing. That did not go the way I had planned or the majority of my friends had planned. Um, The Women were definitely more, I think, more involved in this election, and we were trying to get the vote out and vote accordingly. So on the first full day of Trump's presidency, uh, there are estimates that around three to five million Americans participated in the first women's march in the United States, which made it one of the largest protest marches in the history of the U.S., Um, For some context, that was one out of every 100 people living in America that participated in this march. Uh, My first question is, did you participate in this march? I actually couldn't participate because I was at a competition. Um, Now, there have been a few marches since then. Have you been able to do any of those? Yes, I've actually done a few marches or a handful of marches and protests. So when you were at these women's marches, how would you describe, like, the energy or just like the feel of the march? The energy was good. We all were there for one purpose, and that was to stand up for our rights. Um, We are showing that we are not going to be complacent, and we are not going to stand for all the wrong that is happening right now. So what did these women's marches mean to you? Or like, what did they represent for you or like the friends you went with? For me, it was that we were going to show up and be heard, and we were going to show that this is not right, and we are not going to accept it. So I think it's safe to say that a lot has changed in America since the 2016 election, but I was wondering how specifically the 2016 election affected you or your daily life. Has anything really changed for you? So prior to the 2016 election, my only civic duty was to vote. I did research candidates, but I did not get involved. Now I'm at every um, meeting in our township every month. I attend 
other meetings to hear all the candidates speak, all the Democratic candidates speak. I'm now an election judge, which I was not prior to 2016. As a mother, what are your thoughts about the rise of gun violence that has been seen under Trump's presidency? Well, I forgot to mention that I'm also involved with Moms Demand Action Against Gun Violence. And the organization just wants safer gun laws and to protect our children and to make sure we have no more violence in our schools, such as mass shootings. We are not trying to change the Second Amendment. No one is trying to take away your guns. We just want safer gun laws, common sense gun laws, and to prevent the wrong kind of people from having guns. Don't want your podcast interrupted by commercials? Consider singing Spotify Premium. With Spotify Premium, you'll be able to listen. So I have dealt with sexism and racism, and I think it's more overt now than it was prior to 2016. I have had people assume that I'm going to be complacent because I'm Asian and they're going by the stereotype that we are the model minority. I've dealt with sexism in parent organizations where I will have said something and it is dismissed, but then a white male counterpart will voice the same thing later on and all of a sudden... In the 2018 primaries and the 2020 presidential elections, there's been an overwhelming amount of women candidates running for these high positions of power. What message do these women who are running for the presidency or for a House of Representatives position represent for the rest of America and for the rest of women and young females? Well, I think it means that we want people who are going to understand what is happening right now and how women are affected. And we need people like that to represent us. And obviously it's going to be someone who, who is a woman and understands some of the things that we experience day to day, such as our right to choose what happens with our own body. And I don't think we should have men discussing or even deciding how women do or do not have the right to do that. There's a lot of critics that say, especially now in such a polarized country, that voters should be educating themselves on both candidates on the Democratic side and the Republican side. Do you think that should be the case? Prior to 2016, I did educate myself on the candidates on both sides. But now I only research candidates that are Democrats. Why is that? Because the Republican Party is not the Republican Party from 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. It has changed So now we have to vote Democrat for Democrats across the line because we need to make some changes in our government. The changes that have been happening have taken away rights from minorities, women, immigrants, 
and we can't trust the Republican Party to make it right. So you were mentioning uh, keeping your rights as a woman or as an Asian. With the election of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, what do you think this means about the future of America and uh, the decision that Roe v. Wade made, especially since Brett Kavanaugh is such a young justice to be on the Supreme Court? Well, I don't think Brett Kavanaugh was a valid candidate to begin with. He showed us his true colors during his hearing. I do not trust him to make any decisions that would benefit women. You're involved in a great amount of organizations that help to show everyone else your ideals and to show what you stand for and what you believe in. But you're just one out of millions of people in the United States. How do you feel like your position as one person can really make a change? Well, I believe your vote is your voice. And by being involved in these organizations, I can help educate other people. I invite my friends to these meetings. I don't expect them to believe what I say about a candidate. I want them to come and hear the candidate and make their own decisions, but I want them to have all the facts. If they're not going to give us a seat at the table, we'll make our own chair and set it right next to them. I'd like to thank Ms. Young for making this episode possible, and she'd just like to leave you with one last thing.